Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of our podcast, Hashtag Content. My name is Emily Coleman. And I'm Katie Blitz. We're recording this podcast in Staten Island, New York, one of the five boroughs of New York City. And our podcast is all about the cool things you see on Twitter or on other social medias or in our favorite newsletters or even just things that happen to us interning and working and living in New York City. So we met at Penn State and we took a class together <laughs> and we learned about media systems in Russia and the Czech Republic and the United States which has pretty much fueled our friendship and our social media feeds and everything we do have done since. Yeah, so I just graduated from Penn State and Katie's two years older than me. So when we took this fateful class that she's referring to, um, I was a sophomore, she was a senior, and we were like, hey, let's, we had to come up with a country to do like a group project on and we picked Russia. So, yeah, um, we were working on that throughout the whole semester, but then we also went to the Czech Republic over spring break, and um, it's crazy. So many crazy stories about that trip. Um, Lots of pivo, as they say in Czech, Um, and fried cheese, oh my gosh. Majeni sir. Guys, it's a real meal. Like, it's, it's a meal. Like, you can just eat fried cheese. And then want to die after you've eaten fried cheese for a meal. But and wash it down with some beer. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, like, our class was... It, um, it, like, we had been keeping in touch with some Czech students. Like, our counterparts in the Czech Republic over Slack... Um, so it was pretty cool, and we were all interested in the same thing, like, some people were interested in advertising, PR, journalism, and stuff, and our professor's super passionate, and he's, like, my parents' age, and he's running marathons, and the first day we were there in the Czech Republic, like, we're jet-lagged and everything, and, um, I went for a run with him. And um, that was definitely the appropriate beginning to the rest of the trip. <laughs> Which included lots of beer and <laughs> lots of visits at companies and learning about advertising agencies and steel. We oh my gosh! A steel factory or yeah, some so kind of mine. I'm from outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, um, Steel City, and Ostrava. Um, this little town um, close to Poland in the Czech Republic is actually Pittsburgh's sister city. So everything was um, rusty, and um, that was the that was the big the it was neat that there was that connection there but um there was a stark difference like between Ostrava and like Prague for example like like in terms of what you could do there what you could yeah we went to the largest party block in Central Europe and that was an experience I ate pizza with corn on it (laughs) 
Where's oh my guy? gosh. Oh my gosh. And then I, when we went back to the hotel room, I am not sure what happened, but I must have like left the door open. I don't know. It was wild. And then um, there's like, <laughs> but um, our professor is actually um, in this band. Um, they were so fun. Yeah. So it was, it was a good time. Um, and Emily and I have not only limited our travels to the Czech Republic, but we have also gone to Latvia together, which is... That was a hoot and a half. <laughs> yeah, truly. Like, how many people do you know who have gone to Latvia at the age of 22 and 24? And Emily actually turned 22 while we were there. The first night, yeah. Well, at midnight, yeah. Yeah, so that's like... How often do you get to celebrate your 22nd birthday in a foreign country? It was also Lafayette Independence Day, so there were fireworks. We were just celebrating all of the great things. Birthdays and independence. Also, we, the first night we were there, um, like, I, I knew someone, um, uh, who was, like, studying in Lafayette, so, um, we were hanging out with her, and she had, like, a little party for Independence Day, and she, it was really difficult finding her apartment, um, partly because we were so jet-lagged, and also because it was dark outside, and we are in Lafia, and it's our first time in Lafia, but I swear we walked up, like, 20 floors to get to this apartment, but... Yeah, it was... there is, you think a fifth floor walk up in New York is bad, Lafia is a whole other situation because it was definitely six floors at least five yeah, 20 is ingrained in my head <laughs> but i had a little bit of a different experience going down though she didn't fall she just was carried i don't <laughs> know <laughs> um but yeah so we've yeah. done that traveling together and we've done some minor u.s traveling we've been to dc together oh yeah that was your first dc trip right um, in a long time, like as an adult. Like, yeah. Um, and my parents drove us to Pittsburgh together and back to State College, but we didn't really hang out in Pittsburgh. But we've hung out in New York quite a bit. I mean, oh, now yeah. that you live here, but even before you lived here, you visited two or three times? Three? Yeah, I was going to say... Nope, no, four. four. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whenever, before, like, pre-Labia. Yeah. And, so, yeah. we hope to explore more cities in the United States and more countries in the world. <laughs> yeah. Um, possibly, yeah. No. Who knows what countries? Yeah. We'll take we, suggestions. Yeah, send, us, send your, us your tips. Yeah, what country should we go to next that's easily accessible via oh. the Czech Republic, probably? We should go to Slovakia. I want to really go. Oh, to- I have to go to Slovakia. That's true. For, yeah. There's a big hockey tournament that I want to go to. When? In May. Um. Oh. Um. Yeah, so Katie studied abroad in the Czech Republic prior to that class. In case you didn't know yeah. that. <laughs> but, but I studied abroad in Russia. Um, and like most people who study abroad in, in Russia, I got a tattoo. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, well, she's not. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I got the tattoo, but most people don't do that. But, um, really? well, I'm, 
Well, like, there were a handful of people in our program because our program coordinator had these awesome tattoos, so she said, this is who I go to for my tattoos. But I feel like it's not a common thing. Like, most people mm-hmm. aren't like, I'm going to go. For- I don't know. Oh, wow. But, um... This girl in my program, she got a tattoo of the street sign that she lived on and, like, colored of, like, all the street signs are red. Yeah. And so, like, her tattoo was in red, and I was like, that is really permanent you know like I have a tattoo but not on like my wrist of the street sign that I lived on and in foreign city for four months do you still remember your like address and everything Mm, (laughs) all I know is whenever I tried to take taxis the guys would just the taxi drivers would just look at me and they had no idea where I was going so 90% 90% of the time I did not take a taxi. One time I went to, in my like third or fourth, third week there, I think. I This is such an embarrassing story. I've never told you this. I haven't told many people this. Um, it was the Super Bowl and I really wanted to watch it. So the Prague Black Panthers, the American football team in Prague, was having a watch party at the Hard Rock Cafe in Old Town, and so obviously I was like, oh, I love American football and football players, and it'd be cool to, like, connect with the American football team in Prague. So I went, but they were all Czech, and I didn't know any Czech, except there was this one, like, expat, and he started talking to me, and he was also definitely hitting on me, but he got me a taxi home, but I had to, like, spend, like, 20 minutes trying to find my address in my email because I kept trying to say it and he just was had no idea what I was saying and in your email he ordered the taxi for me and he um it was like a really nice taxi and he paid I think he paid for it or maybe I don't know I think he paid for it which is cool that I didn't have to pay for my own taxi but that's nice um weird experience I have a some well I also have a weird taxi experience in Russia. Um, so I, like, um, I lived, I was, like, one of the farthest people from, like, where we studied in St. Petersburg. So I had a pretty long commute. Um, I had to take a marshrutka, which is, like, a bus that, um, a bus without rules is what, what people called it. Um, because, um... I mean, it wasn't really regulated. You just kind of knew what number was going to come on your street. And if you were at the stop, it would stop. If it you weren't, you know, it's not going to stop. And there's no, like, button you press to say, like, stop. So you had to scream, stop, please. And you had to scream it, too. Like, if you just, mu- like, no. You had to scream that. <laughs> and then they would, like, maybe stop. But it was, like, al- always, like, quite the experience every morning. And that was just to get to the metro, as they call it, in Russia. And then I had to take that, like, a few stops. And then I had to take another bus to get to... It was, like, wow. Also, I only had two semesters of Russian under my belt. But anyways, long story short, there was a guy who spoke much better Russian than I did. Like, he was a senior in college at the time. So he was, like, like I was just starting out in Russian. He was, like, getting a degree in it. And um, he lived close to the metro stop. So I would take the marshrutka, and then I'd meet him there. And um, so we went to this, um, a swan lake. 
show one night because we won a scavenger hunt long story we're just like really good at like stumbling upon ice cream and, and stuff that we were supposed to on the list but um so i get off the metro and he's like oh i'll get you like i'll call the taxi because like i mean i wasn't i couldn't call um the taxi yet um on my own so he called and then the taxi shows up and um I forget how much it, it was only like um 200 rubles um I mean I wasn't going too far it was just like more you know dangerous to walk um at night and he was freaking out and he was like oh my gosh I don't have enough money and I was like what are you talking about like I have 200 rubles right here and then he thought he said like 2,000 so he like this guy threw all of his rubles at me and he was like you have to like, he texted me and said, you have to bring all that to school the next morning because I don't have any money. So, anyways, it was so wild. The taxi driver's like, dude, what the heck is going on here? But, um, yeah, so I made it, and the, the taxi driver was, like, concerned because this guy was throwing, like, he, everyone was just confused. But, anyways, that's how I learned how to count. <laughs> Counting is hard. Between devout knots is nine, is 12, and... Devot to set is 20. Yeah. Oh, see, 12 and 19 are, like, hard in Russian. Yeah, no, that's what I was supposed to say, but <laughs> Devot knots, 12 is Devot knots, and 19 is Devot, I don't know, never mind, I give up. Numbers, I'm never just going to know my numbers. Like, we have like fingers, we can hold them up. Yeah. <laughs> just, but, no, yeah, it's like, I don't know, pretty wild. Um... But at least beer is the same. Well, beer in Czech is pivo, and in Russian it's piva. Um, but yeah, no, I was just gonna say like, <laughs> there are just so many. I, I don't know. Everyone should study abroad. It's crazy. But also, Katie has such a wild story when she was trying to go to the airport. I mean, when she was going to the airport to leave her study abroad. And then, like, it was, like, a series of unfortunate events, and then, like, some wild things happened on the airplane. (laughs) So, the night before I got home, and my my host dad was like, oh, we'll drive you to the airport tomorrow. And I was like, great, thank you, that's nice. And so I woke up the next morning, and I hadn't finished packing yet, because I had many hours to do that. And I get downstairs... And he's like, hey, remember that time I told you we were going to take you to the airport? Well, we can't go anymore. And I was like, okay, what? Like, literally less than 12 hours ago you said you could, but okay. And so he's like, but don't worry. I called you a cab. And I'm like, great. Sure, fine, whatever. So then I go to eat my breakfast And I have a hard-boiled egg that is not hard-boiled, which was disgusting. And so my day was already off to a less-than-stellar start. (laughs) My host dad's like, oh, I can bring down your luggage for you. I'm like, I am not done packing yet because I thought we weren't going to leave for two more hours. And he was like, okay, well, we're leaving. And I was like, I guess I'll figure this out. And so I carried my... 50 pound nearly 50 pound luggage down two flights of stairs and it was like I don't know the stairs are super slippery 
and like their tiles and I don't know it was just like really intense and scary and then I get downstairs and I was 15 minutes before the cab was supposed to be there and I was supposed to go to the community recycling bin because I had some recycling wait also can we there was a recycling bin what do you mean Russia didn't even have trash cans (laughs) it was like a metal ring with like a bag tied to it Sorry. But do you recycle in your house? My, you mean my host mother? Yeah. No, no recycling is just like not a thing. Oh wow. It's, okay. Yeah. No, here the community recycles at a community oh, cool. recycling area, and so I go downstairs because I need to walk to the community recycling bin, and my taxi's already there waiting for me. I'm like, oh fuck, and <laughs> there's our first curse of the podcast, <laughs> and so the because. My host dad called the taxi company. It's a Czech dude. And he didn't speak very good English. And so um, I get in the cab and he goes, oh, he's trying to talk to me in Czech. And I'm like, I don't really, I've been here four months, but like I'm ready to go home and also don't really speak Czech. Meanwhile, I have all this recycling still. I'm in the back of the car. So I ask him to stop outside the recycling bin, and he probably thinks I'm a psycho, <laughs> and I'm, like, recycling all this stuff, and then hop back in the car, and he goes, you're going to Terminal 1, right? <laughs> and I'm like, yes. And he goes, okay, I usually go to Terminal 2, but I guess we're going to Terminal 1. I'm like, yes, we're going to Terminal 1. I usually go to Terminal 2 as well, but I'm going to Terminal 1. I must have said it five times. We get, we pull up to the airport. He's like, oh no, we're at Terminal 2. I'm like, are you kidding me? So then he goes, it's 450 crowns. So I give him my card. Every other time I've used my credit card in a taxi, I've never had any problems. And all of my cards are being denied. I tried three different ones. And then... He so then he's like, okay, do you have crowns? And I'm like, I'm leaving the country today. Like, I spent all my money. I had two hundred and ninety five crowns left, and so oh, I guess it was three fifty. I forget, but um, so I give him all the crowns I have. But also, I'm mad because he brought me to the wrong terminal. So then he's like, do you have any euros? I'm like, thank God, I just got back from Amsterdam. I have two or three dollars in euros, which ended up being fine. But I have to pull my two luggages through an entire terminal because this guy left me off at the wrong place. (laughs) Then I finally get into the airport. I'm like, okay, it's all going to be easy from here. And then get on my flight to London. I get to London. I have a three-hour layover. You would think that would be enough time, but no, it is not. It took me two and a half hours to get from Terminal 3 to Terminal 5 or the reverse. Who knows at this point? And then I get to my flight. I get on, and I'm like, okay, really, what can go wrong from here, right? And we get on. We're in the air. And when you get to that point at, like, 10,000 feet or whatever, and the pilot comes on, and he's telling you about all the things on the flight that you're going to need to know about. He very kindly informed us that in about an hour, we would have some moderate turbulence. (laughs) And 
the I was like, that's really cool because a lot of times the turbulence is a surprise. So I was really prepared for this turbulence, which was extremely moderate. Like I was not enjoying this turbulence at all. Like they were coming around with the waters and I feel like you know that's when it's serious is when the flight attendants are coming around with the waters because people are really stressed out. And I'm drinking these waters and I'm like super stressed out and there was this really nice guy next to me and he could see I was stressed out and he tried to talk to me and I was like, I'm really stressed out. So then we passed the turbulence and I'm like, oh, everything's fine. It was like only for like 15 minutes and then we went up higher and it stopped and it was like, okay, that was really, really not fun, but it's over. And then like an hour and a half or two hours later, the pilot or somebody comes on the PA and goes, is anyone on this flight a medical doctor? And I'm like, oh, hell no. Like... I do not have time for this. And then every single flight attendant was surrounding this one person. And I was like, oh, this is, like, really serious. And we're flying over Nova Scotia. We're about to, like, the closest thing on the map. I'm looking at the map. The closest thing is Nova Scotia. I'm like, there is no way in hell they're going to land this huge plane in Nova Scotia. No. Absolutely not. And so I keep watching the map. And... Then all of a sudden, it tells us, it goes from saying our flight is an hour and 45 minutes away to like 45 minutes or something really drastic changed instantly. And I'm looking at the map and it's like, oh my gosh, we're going to land in Boston. And then 20 minutes later, the pilot comes on and he goes, as you may have noticed, we are making a medical emergency landing in Boston. And I'm like, I just want to go home. I haven't been home in four months. And why are we landing in Boston? But it was only 45 minute delay. So in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't that bad. And like, I mean, the guy's okay. Hopefully. Like, we, I, oh, I thought I never. <laughs> <laughs> I heard this story a couple times before, and I thought there was, like, a, like, everything, like, ended up, he was treated, and... No, they had to take him off the plane, and we never found out what happened. I I thought there was, never mind, I thought there was a (laughs) follow-up. Nope. (laughs) Hope you're okay if you're listening to this. (laughs) Well. So, we have some really interesting travel experiences. We flew, when we went to Latvia, we flew Polish Airways, oh Lot Airways, and that was a hoot. Oh my gosh. So we were, um, like, I, I, when we went to Latvia, like, I was writing a story on the founder of this Russian language independent media outlet, and so um, it was for, like, a story and everything, so everything, you know, it was very well planned out, um, I was on a schedule and stuff like that. And so, yeah, we decided to fly this airline. They were very cheap, and um, I am Polish, so I was like, this is really cool. We're going to have a layover in Poland. I've never been there. This is so awesome. So um, the the plane from, like, JFK um, to – it was, like, JFK to Warsaw, right? And then Warsaw mm-hmm. – yeah, yeah, and so that was fine and dandy. And then um, we were on this propeller plane, 
It was fine. Okay, I beforehand, one of my professors at Penn State was like joking around because like I'm not like I like fly more than the average person, but it's not like something I enjoy doing. It's it's just like always a pain. And he was laughing. He he like Googled a picture of the plane. He's like, oh Jesus Christ, don't look at it. And um, anyways, we had to like go. He was out. trying to get yeah. get her freaked out. Yeah, so it worked. But it was actually I um, the turbulence was like much less severe on that plane than it was like on the larger plane. I think. But oh my gosh, the way back when we were leaving Warsaw to come back to New York, um, the plane was take it was taxiing forever. And then um, the pilot gets on and is like, hey, there's, like, a problem, but, like, we may or may not fix it depending on how bad. It was, like, something that didn't make anyone feel calm or comfortable. And then he was like, oh, something about the wings and where everyone's like, okay. And he's like, anyways. Not like if you need wings yeah. to fly a plane. Yeah, he was like, anyways, it's fine now. And we're like, I don't know. No one saw anything being prepared, but whatever, we made it. <laughs> yeah, we're still here to tell our stories about traveling yeah i can't wait to take another plane in august and yeah so and i can't wait to come visit you in october yeah hopefully yeah if not sooner i mean i'm definitely coming in i'll be there in october one way or another if not maybe sooner who knows who knows but that's just like what we do yeah and (laughs) we're excited to bring more exciting stories and moments and experiences to you through this podcast. And there are so many. There are so many. Um, so st- yeah. stay tuned to hashtag content soon for for like us dissecting tweets and us just talking about these crazy things that are happening. Can't wait till next time. Catch you later.